and welcome to Swapping Joysticks. I am your host, Ben Ostwick, and joining me today, as every day, is Ed underscore Knights with an N. Hello. That's Princess Ed to you. Princess, yeah, I mean. We've been watching The Crown. <laughs> oh, no, I wasn't doing that. I was just uh, oh, really? impersonating. Uh, yeah. Oh, I presumed you just had The Crown on the mind. On the mind. No, no. We were, uh, I was impersonating... Uh, well, no, I won't say your mother. That'd be nasty. Very, she does not sound like she that. She is very well-spoken. Not really. Of course. You, that's where you get it from. Your, yeah. your mother is very well-spoken. No. Yeah. This is special. Oh. Well, um, yeah, hello. This is Swapping Joysticks, the greatest uh, video game and I'd say streaming LGBT podcast of all yeah. time. Yeah. All of those things mixed up in one. Exactly. And... Uh, we are here, coming in your ears, uh, on a Wednesday evening, uh, swapping joysticks, where the listener comes first. <laughs> that is where, that is our tagline. Wow. Yeah. Is that official? Very official. Okay. Um, but yeah, so welcome, Ed. How is, by the way, thank you very, very much. <laughs> Not the coom already. <laughs> already. <laughs> Why would anybody do any sponsorships or anything like that with us? <laughs> With you. With me. But yeah, I've got to say, this white hot chocolate that we've got tastes like a melted milky bar. And if you... This is not sponsored. I just made some and it's delicious. Yeah. I mean, yeah, I uh, this this is delicious. Get yourself some, uh, what was it? Chocolate, hotel chocolate or something like that. You bought it. Yeah, it's from that chocolate shop. Very expensive hotel chocolate Hotel chocolate. Shop. Yeah, I think that's what it was. Um... I only remember, I remember going into there once and being a bit of an arsehole. I didn't say it to them, but I looked and I saw it was three items or less. What to buy? Well, it was three items or less and it was like £25. And it really annoyed me because it would three. It should be fewer. Oh, it's not the price, it's the English. Yeah, exactly. Spot the English teacher. Wow. I thought you'd be like, ah, oh, watch. I mean, I was that as well. But... How much? <sighs> Shocking. Exactly. Anyway, um, how's your week been? Um, my week's been all right so far. Um, I had a day off yesterday and I worked all day. <laughs> oh. So that went well. Yeah, well, how did that happen? Um, well, I went, I, I had a preview event um, for Forspoken. Oh, you're allowed to say. Well, I'm allowed to say that much. I can't say what I thought of it. So oh. you will have to read the preview, and there will also be a video preview from the video team, um, mm. which will be up on the 12th of December. Um, so That's a while wait, away. You'll have to wait until then. Yeah, it is a while away. That's like just before two weeks off. Yeah. Mm. That's Monday. Time. Yeah. Yeah, it is Monday the 12th of December. The final Monday of the year Yeah, for working. So, um, but yeah, I got to play it for like three, four hours. That's cool. Um, so I've played a good chunk of Forspoken. Did you make any friends? Um, th there was a bit of light chat over lunch. Oh, oh! Did, what did you have for lunch? What did they feed you with? Um, I it was a it was a hot buffet mm -hmm. of different salads, and there were some other bits of pasta and things like that. I had some salmon teriyaki. Yeah. Um, and then like a couple of different Ooh. sort of salad things. Mm -hmm. It was nice. Yeah. Unlimited tea and coffee. Okay. Not uh, bad. I mean, yeah. Was it was it good tea? Did they serve... Uh... Oh, I served myself and it was oh. average tea, but you know. Did you put milk in? Yes. Okay. 
even though was it? I guess it wasn't mint. No, it was not mint tea. Mint tea was offered, but I did not take it. No. I had normal tea. I would have with milk. With, with milk, yeah, I would have. Um, but yeah, what else was? I'm. Oh, have you joined the new social networking site now? And now Twitter is dying. And oh my god, I am in the hive mind. Mm. I'm in the hive mind. Um, at Ed Knights, all one word, no, no underscore. No underscore. Oh, it did not let me add an underscore. Well, you're going to hope it doesn't take off that social network, aren't you? I mean, consistency. It's, fine. it's it's fine. It's close enough. I'm really hoping that um yeah, I'm really hoping that Elon sticks to his promise and deletes accounts that where people haven't logged in for a long time. You'll be lucky. Because the, I still I had another look, biggest Benus on Twitter. Still hasn't posted or liked anything since 2010. 2010. Shocking. God, there are people there are people I talk to, there are people, uh, maybe I don't teach at the moment, but there are people I used to teach who were born in 2010. Oh my God, don't say that. No one was born after like 1990. Did you know, like someone was saying, uh, I don't know if it was Gemma or somebody, or maybe Moni, uh, said that like in a few weeks, 2019 will be four years ago. Uh. <laughs> <laughs> COVID is... Over is like three years old at this point. Wow. You know, it was, yeah, I've told you, it was born on, it shares its birthday with RuPaul. I hate time. Yeah. <laughs> what the hell? What even has happened the last few years? Too much has happened. I mean, that's true, yeah. Far too much has happened. Ah, enough. Enough has happened. Um, but yeah, so... That has been uh, an interesting week. Yeah, I'm on Hive as well. It's great. It's definitely got teething issues, but I mean, Twitter's falling apart. The amount of times I've like loaded up a really popular tweet and all the replies are above it instead of below it, it's just things are uh, are not working on that website. Yeah, and I can understand why. Did you see that? Uh, did you see uh, the uh, Enlightened Ones tweet poll this morning? No. He said, like, should we give a temporary amnesty to every account that is uh, suspended, provided they haven't broken the law? No. No. There's a reason that they were banned. Honestly. I mean, why would an advertiser advertise on Twitter now? Well, they won't. Yeah. And that'll be the end of it. Mm. Yeah. I do I do like Hive from what I've seen. Mm. Um, like, it, it's, you know, it's obviously got teething problems because of the influx of people. So Yeah, I mean, it's understandable. It's very understandable. Yeah. Um, but I like it so far. I like that it's a mix of sort of Instagram and Twitter as one. Yeah. Which is nice. It is. It's just a little bit slow. Like if I go now and look at uh, the like the notifications, it's like, okay, you got to wait 20 seconds for it to load the pictures and the images and yeah, stuff. Exactly. Yeah. But it, it is definitely simpler than Mastodon, at least. Oh, God. Um, like oh. literally within minutes, I'd created my account, was in there, mm. and sort of knew exactly what I was doing. It just made sense. Yeah. Um, so I'm happy to stick with Hive. I just hope that one of their priorities, I'm sure they have a million priorities. I hope that one is to have a web version. Yeah, because, that is a priority, they said. Yeah, <clears throat> great. Because I don't use it on my phone. Like I sit on social media to work. <laughs> I mm. use it for my job. So I want it on a screen where I can type and use it quickly. So yeah. I don't really want to be using it on my phone too much. Have you used it at all the last couple of days to follow things or have you... I flick through a little bit, but mm. I'm mainly kind of just waiting to see what happens on it before I start using it too much. 
Apparently, I, haven't, do, I mean, do you tweet or do you hive? I haven't hived yet. You've got a bad case of them. Uh, apparently, the iOS app is a lot better than the Android app. Um, okay, I mean, the iOS app is definitely a bit buggy, but yeah, if okay, Android sounds like maybe a bit of a mess. But it is it is a brand new um, social media website, so or platform, so totally understandable to have some teeth and problems. Exactly. Um, but yeah, no, I, I'm yeah, Macedon. I just oh, oh we buzz on Hive. Oh. Is that official that a post is called a buzz? Or do they? Can you puzz? Can you puzz? Can you puss? Don't pass. Yeah. No one wants to see that. Can you buzz people like poking? Remember poking on Facebook? Buzz. Oh yeah, like a electric <laughs> hand, <laughs> electric hand uh, shaker. I, Mr. Wibble says I miss poking. Well, Mr. Wibble, there are other apps where you can poke. Uh, <laughs> you don't need to poke. That's a sting. Yeah. Do you sting people? Very nice. Sting people. Sting is like banning them. Hmm. And you, what you make honey? Yeah, make honey. That's when you monetize your posts. Gotta make that money, honey. Yeah. Mm. <laughs> what other things? Um. Yeah, it's it's interesting. I have enjoyed what I've found with Hive so far, and we will see how it goes. But it seems to be the only alternative because yeah, Mastodon is just way too confusing. I do not. I don't understand uh, it. But then I hate the people that are like, oh, it's actually really easy. You just need to do this and this and this. Like, nope, you've told me to do two things. Whereas in Hive, you make an account and you follow people. There, there we go. I just, I don't like that Mastodon has different instances mm. that are controlled separately. And so I worry, like, who has my data? Who is controlling this? I don't know with it not being centralized. Um I mean, in that sense, it is the opposite of Twitter. Like, do you want a maniacal villain to have your data or do you want an unknown person to have your data? And I just, mm. I, I don't know. I just, I don't know how I feel about that. And I also heard that apparently whoever owns that instance can read all DMs, which yeah, I don't either. want. <laughs> but also, oh, really? But yeah, I don't... <laughs> I mean, also, could they just close that instance and then you've lost everything or what? I like, it's complicated. It's 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 for too complicated. It's for people that use Linux. Yeah, people that smell like they use Linux. Wow. Um, apparently, poking still exists, but you have to search for it. Ah. You've got to really want that poke. Yeah, yeah, exactly. I mean, there are some people I've not been poked for years on there. Um. The Mastodon infrastructure is susceptible to drama, much like every OSS. I see. I don't There's know what drama OS, everywhere. I don't even know what OSS means. Isn't that SOS? That's links. Yeah. Oh, links and Linux. Linux users use links. There you go. Oh, here we go. Unofficially, a post is a buzz. Retweeting is pollinating. I like that. Quote tweeting is cross pollinating. A favorite is a sting. Uh, trending topics are honeycomb, the good being honey and the bad being beeswax. Beeswax. I love that. And now I'm obsessed with hive. Mind your be <laughs> mind your beeswax. Can be uh, yeah, whenever. Mind your beeswax. Yeah. Get out of my DMs. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> uh Moni says, the people that use Linux as the people that made it possible to stream in the first place. So stop shaming the nerds. That's true. But I just don't want to socialize with them. Yeah. Yeah. Also save the bees. The bees need saving. Mm, yeah, uh, I guess we're staying on Instagram and watching cute dogs while all this happens. I mean, that's fine as well. Yeah, 
I no Linux is confusing. Mastodon is confusing. Just make it. I mean, people are gonna go from one uh, platform to another if it's a better and b easier to use. That's like people went from MySpace to Facebook. I mean, Facebook not necessarily was not necessarily like really much easier to use, but it was what people wanted at the time. And I mean, to be honest with Facebook, you just made posts. That was it. So it kind of was easier because it, MySpace was all like trying to find friends and stuff. And then we all went to Twitter because that was even easier. It was just post, post, post and follow. That's all it really was. Well, also it's where your friends are because yeah. it's social media. You're there to be social, to find other people. And it's like choosing, choosing a games console and you want to play online. If there's no cross-platform, well, are your friends on PlayStation or are your friends on Switch or are your friends on Xbox? And you want to be where your friends are. So for I me, like, I remember where my, my friends, friends are. are. If only I had some in the first place. Um, so <laughs> <laughs> they're all your friends. Internet friends are real friends. Ed. Well, they are, of course. Yeah. Um, but yeah, like Facebook, everyone moved there because like all my friends were there. It became a university thing. So that's why I wanted to be there. Mm. And then Instagram as well is where all the people who you want to be friends with are and you follow. And you want to thirst after. Mm-hmm. TikTok's where you find the video, the cute videos that make you laugh or... Oh. Um, yeah. There we go. Anyway. Um, That's the social chat of the week. There's the social chat, yes. So, well, today, by the way, after the stream... Oh, I've got hiccups now. Uh, after the after Yeah, that was amazing, white chocolate. Have you finished it? No. Um, yeah, nearly. I've got a load of vanilla at the bottom. Oh. I need to swirl it. Nice. Um, yeah, actually, I think I, I thought it's either that or something else floating. The after... I didn't spit in it. Well, well, hopefully not. I didn't coom in it either. Mm. <laughs> after... Uh, not after the stream, sorry. After the podcast, we're going to be doing a quick look of a little to the left. It might be a quick look. Yeah. It might be a very quick look. Depends how angry uh, Ed gets. A little to the left, which is not about... Well, I'm not going to finish that sentence. Let's talk about... Games that we've been playing. <laughs> what was that? I was thinking of how to introduce it and I couldn't. You just went, games! There we go. Games. Fine. The game, that is, that is the reason why I know you. Games. So, games. What games have you been gaming this week? <laughs> Sorry, Mainline just said, Ed, who just put a coat on the floor? I was trying to be quick, all right? It and not will only be, that, it will be a... hung later. But I bet it will. Uh, a bag on the floor. Yeah, I, even got, look. What, what I the went, hell's this on the? Why is this on the floor? It's a fan. Why? Oh god, please no! You make, you're making me homophobic. Let's do it. What have I been playing this week? Um, well, I have 15 games on the go. Um, <laughs> no, he's not even joking. He has a Trello board. Yeah. It's not even 15. Isn't it like 17? No, it's 15. It was 14. It's now 15. What have you added? Xenoblade? Um, no, I have added um, Oceanhorn, which is a game that I started playing yesterday on stream um, as part of my Zelda-like month. And it is very, very much a Zelda-like. It is very derivative of Zelda. Um, there is a golden-head hero in a blue tunic, which is straight out of Breath of the Wild. Um and it, you get a sword and shield, there are puzzles, um, there's little sound effects and dungeons and just 
so much of it just feels like Zelda. Um, it has a perspective that sort of reminds me a little bit of Captain Toad, uh, the puzzle game. And um, that meets kind of Link's Awakening. It's like isometric. Um, and it has a lot of Breath of Wild in it. It's got a lot of Wind Waker in it. You go sailing between islands um, as you explore and go on your adventure. Um, and it's actually really good. It is very obviously just copying Zelda, but it's still fun in its own right. And mm-hmm. it was four quid on the e-store uh, or e-shop. So for the sakes of four quid, give it a go. Did you get your money's worth? Well, I'm going to finish it. Yeah. I, I actually liked it enough to want to finish it. So oh, really? I'm going to stick with it. Hence, it was added to the list. Hmm. Um, hang on. Oh, yeah. You go and finish. But you're not going to really left. finish it, though, are you? Left. No, I will. I, I will finish. Games. I will finish all fifteen of those games at some point. You're not though, are you? I will. Okay. All right. I will. Um. What else? Um. I basically am alternating between God of War and another game that we're both going to talk about. Sonic. Um. Yes. Um. And I have finally, finally got to the point of no return in God of War Ragnarok i.e. the point where you can't explore anymore, which means instead Character. of finish instead which means instead of finishing it, I now I'm gonna go and do all the side quests because I hate myself. Why you don't because even particularly I hate like myself the game though, do you? I mean I do like it. It is good, but I have this weird need to collect everything. And so I'm now running back through every area, which is taking forever, to collect all the things and do all the side quests and kill all the berserkers, which is very silly, and the berserkers are very hard. Um, yeah, I'm playing it on easy, and I'm like, I had to put it on story mode a couple of times to beat them. Aww. Yeah, well, they're not leveled up, and I don't really care that much, but I just wanted to kill them. See, I have leveled up, and I'm still finding them really hard. Mm. Um, there's there's one, basically, that um, if you played the first game, there were Valkyries, which were like these side mini-bosses that got progressively diff- more difficult. And in this game, there are Berserkers, which are the equivalent. And they are very hard. You usually only fight one at a time, but I found one where you have to fight two. And it is impossible and very, very irritating. Um, But I am, other than that, pretty much at the end of that game. So I'm hopeful that I can tick that off this week. Because I'll probably get bored with the side quest anyway and just finish it. Mm. And then I will crack on with some more Sonic, which I'm very excited to play more of. Really? get that finished. Yeah. That's going to be the next one I, I finish, mm. I think. Um, but I've been playing another game which came out last week, which you've also been playing, but a different version of it. And that is Pokemon Violet. Pokemon Scarlet. Violet. I mean, yeah, Violet is definitely the best. I'm sure it'd be interesting to see the sales for this because I've always, like with Sword and Shield and with Ruby and Sapphire and all that, I feel it was very 50-50. But this one, I know very few people that got Scarlet. Because Violet has a hot professor. Well, yeah. they both do, but Violet is the hot, beardy professor. Mm. Yeah. Also, they're sort of like past and future in their kind of subtleties. And the future is way better than the past. So I don't I don't want... You tell that to Brexiteers. Well, <laughs> I don't want a prehistoric monster to ride. I want a cool, futuristic monster to ride. Well, it's all about what you want to ride. Yeah, it is. It's all about who you want to ride. Yeah. The Hot yeah. Professor and the Futuristic Monster. 
I mean, that is why, why that is why I'm sure that Violet isn't it true that Violet was more expensive than uh, Scarlet? It actually was because I remember looking at it on Amazon. Yeah, on mm-hmm. Amazon it was forty two pounds for Scarlet and like forty seven for Violet. Oh, hundred percent true. Yeah, I don't think it it was both full priced on the Nintendo store, which is where I got them from because they came with amazing metal cases that we're never going to ever use but it just kind of yeah so i shouldn't have probably got <laughs> that, them there that's i could really... save over 10 pounds by not getting them. wow like it literally comes in the usual plastic um box and then it comes which is wrapped in plastic and then it comes with a steel book that is also wrapped in plastic that's separate and i'm like well just give me the steel book with the game inside i don't need the other plastic one now it's taking mm. up two spaces on the on the shelves um this is too much. Yeah, and it's a waste of plastic. It is a weird thing that they would do that. Like, I remember getting the steelbook of Persona 5, the original, well, Persona 5 when it first came out. And that came with a nice sleeve and it was the metal box. But everything was in that metal box. It wasn't like an extra box that exactly. comes with it. Yeah. Um, but I am having a really, really good time with Pokemon Violet. Really? Your yeah. standards are slipping. They are. <laughs> Between that and Sonic... It is definitely the year of really shit, badly made games that Ed loves. Mm. Um, it, it, I, mean, I mean, look, it runs terribly. There is no way of getting around that. It runs abysmally. It looks awful. Um, the frame rate is shockingly bad. There are so many glitches. Um, like, and, and it's just basic. The graphics are incredibly basic. It's from like three generations ago. How they get away with that and thought that they can release it, I don't know. But then, of course, they have. And, of course, we're all buying it and playing it and loving it. So, well, most of us are loving it. So, yeah, they they can get away with it. But it it does look terrible. And they should not be allowed to sell a game in that state. What happened to the Nintendo seal of quality? Yeah. Um, like, it's, it's, it's not good. But in gameplay terms, I absolutely love it. Um... I love that it is open world at last. It feels like the Pokemon adventure that we always should have had. Um, you know, you go off go off into the world and you have your adventure and you explore. Um, you collect your Pokemon and you can go anywhere you like and you can do any of the quests in any of the orders. So, you know, you can you can switch up the order of the gyms and you can say, right, well, you know, I've got a really strong water Pokemon, so I'm going to go to the fire gym first. Um, or whichever way around, like you can strategize based on your, based on your team. Um, and there are so many Pokemon to get. There's, there's, there's a lot more variety, I think. Hmm. Um, even like the first hour I'd caught like 25 different Pokemon, um, immediately. I mean, I'm also the person that will spend ages in each area collecting them. Oh, same. I did the same. I kind of was like, I don't recognize that one. I'm going to go and find it. Um, and do you like the fact that the Pokemon are different sizes as well? Like there are some small Pokemon and they are really small. You can miss them. They're tiny. The little small olive. It's so small. Yeah. It's an olive. Yeah. Mm, A small olive. It's a small olive. Mm. Um, so yeah, I, I really like this open world design. I think it works really, really well. The caveat to that is that the world is empty (laughs) and there is not a lot to discover. It's not like Breath of the Wild where there are little discoveries around every corner all there is is just another bland environment with some more Pokemon to collect. And at the moment, that's enough for me because I'm seeing new Pokemon that I want to catch. So I'm excited about that. But the environments are very simple. There's not a lot of discovery. There's not a lot to find. Um, even yeah. in the t- I get to a new town and I'm like, 
there's nothing here. Like mm. there's a there's a poker stop to recover. There's maybe some shops, but I haven't really done much with the food. I haven't bought many clothes because I can't afford them. Honestly, like the poker stops. And that's about it. There's the po- nothing else in them. The poker stops just been fancy petrol stations. You can't even go inside and see around inside. It's literally just a gas station. But I quite like that. It's like it's a quick. gas. It's a gas station on your journey. Yeah, I, I appreciate that. I just felt it was yeah, but then you're not going inside a Pokemon Center and being able to in 3D like look around and see what's yeah, happening. Yeah, there were there. very few interiors at mm. all. Yeah. Um, also, yeah, very few. Like I just, I've just got to the giant city, the first city, and you go around and it's just like a bunch of shops, and you literally you go to go into the shop, and it just comes up with a menu of it. Yeah. So you can't even go into these shops, but there are so many shops. But all they do is like this one sells stockings or socks. This one, totally different shop. There sells hats. Yeah. And then you have to go to a different shop if you want to get gloves. And I'm like, oh my god. So there's just not a lot to explore, not a lot to find, which mm. is disappointing. Um, like like I say, I like the structure of the world, but then it feels shallow. There's not a lot of depth to to what you're finding. Um, now, I know you haven't done any of the gyms yet, have you? I am outside a gym. Okay. so Looking in, going, can I, I do it? <laughs> you can. Okay. They're all very easy. Um <laughs> But what is a bit disappointing is that there isn't a lot to the gyms. And I won't say too much because I don't want to spoil it for you. But too late. What, I, what I miss are the old kind of elemental themed dungeons of the old ones where you'd go in and you'd have to fight loads of people of, of that element and solve puzzles. Yeah. You know, maybe there's a water one in a swimming pool or an electric one in a factory or something like that. There's none of that, mm. I'm afraid. And so really? the the gym battles feel a bit disappointing. Um, so the, there's this interesting quest that takes you around the world, but there's just a bit, there's not too much to it. Um, but I, I love so much of the little details in it. The Pokedex being a bookshelf is really cool um, with really lovely artwork of each of the Pokemon as you collect them. Um, I really like the amount of like Spanish that's in the dialogue. Mm. Um, adds a lot of oh, character. Yay. Um, the music is so good. The but the fucking slap bass in the battle theme is everything to me. I love that. Don't um, know what that means, but yes. Slap bass is that dum kind of it's Jimmy, when you Jimmy just slap the strings. No, he played the electric guitar, not the bass. Um uh so I I love the James music. Blunt. James Blunt. <laughs> Did he play the bass? No. Robin Gibb? Of the Bee Gees? Yeah. No, he sang falsetto. <laughs> um, Who plays the bass? <laughs> well, to be fair, no one really famous plays the bass. Oh, okay. Bass players are, are are kind of not, well, they're not the front people. Uh, so I was asking you to do that again. Um, yeah, very hot. So, yeah, like the music is great. Um, I also, I really like the let's go feature. So you can basically throw Pokemon mm. out and they will auto battle for you. Um, which I think you get less experience if you do that. Yes, you, you do. Can, but you can do it a lot quicker. Um, My, have you, oh, keep going. I was, was going to ask you about your favorite glitches. But oh, okay. So I, I like the let's go feature, um, in that it really speeds up grinding, which is nice. Cause you, you, you end up battling so many Pokemon and because it slows down so much when you battle, it takes forever. So it's um, it, it definitely speeds up and streamlines it. 
I do feel though that because you're not battling with all your Pokemon, you don't quite have the same connection with them. Mm. I don't know if you found that, but I sort of feel like I'm switching in and out a lot more and I'm less focused on them. Apart from Fido and the evolution of Fido, which is amazing. Um, and just in general on that, the new Pokemon designs I absolutely love. I think they are some of the best. Um, is it Doggett? No, oh. but that's very good. Doggett is a good one. Very yeah. good. Um, my Quaxley has now fully evolved earlier today. I'm not sure how I feel about it. Mm. Um, but I really like all the other designs. I think all the new ones are great. And they give you a lot of the new ones at the beginning. So that my whole team is basically all new Pokemon. Yeah. Um, which I really like. So, yes, it runs like absolute shit. But in terms of gameplay, I'm just having a really fun time. Like, it's, it's comfort food. Mm. It's like, yes, it's another Pokemon. But like... You know, you know what you're getting. There's enough different here with the open world that it feels like a new game. But I'm just having a really fun time with it. I genuinely really like it. I mean, yeah, that's well, that's the main thing that they've got that. They just need to put some effort or put some at least money and time into making a game that looks like it's released in 2022. Um, and some people said like, well, he call of. I mean, it is the biggest selling franchise in the world, isn't it? It's more than Call of Duty, I'm guessing. Well, if it is, that'd be nice. Um, or is that well, multi-platform so if, different? Um, if you're talking just games, then actually um, the games for the Pokemon company are actually one of the smallest bits. They actually mm. make way more money on merchandise. So that's maybe cards. why So that's maybe why they don't put as much money in, because they're like, well, we don't get as many. Much money I mean, back. they still make a fuck ton of money from the games, yeah. but a lot of that money goes back into merchandise and and the anime and the films and the cards and all that stuff. And actually, that's where they make their money more than the games themselves. So they should really learn to like reinvest some of that money in games. Yeah, because I mean, yeah, they're not. Yeah, the games and stuff is drumming up the interest. Not every, it's not making all the money, but it's drumming up the interest, and so people are going and spending it on other things as well. They mm. should be, but like, yeah, Call of Duty has what's it? Three teams. That rotate out? Two. Is it two now? Infinity Ward and Treyarch. Yeah, was I want to say. One? I mean... There was another a one at Activision one point. Activision is essentially Call yeah. of Duty. Like, there are even more teams, but Infinity Ward and Treyarch are the two big ones. But they were going to... Yeah, they were on, like, rotation. I thought it was, like, every three years. They had a, they had a three-year cycle um, of rotating Call of Duty games. Imagine if Pokemon had that. Had, like, three teams that worked on it. The, the quality they could produce... Well, that's the other thing is that they are really, they've realized how, how much money they can make from Pokemon games, that they are really churning them out. Mm. So we had Sword and Shield in what, 2019, 18? And then there was, there was like DLC that came out the year later. Um, and then last year we had Diamond and Pearl remakes. This year we've then had Arceus and Scarlet and Violet. Yeah. Um, like it's too much. Had it, had, Arceus came out now, mm. and if this time next year was Scarlet and Violet, just to have another year of development, I think both games would have been far better. Why are they kind of rushing this out? Is that, Have they got another thing planned for next yeah. winter or something? Because obviously... Money, I mean, Ben. They yeah, want to make money. But, and let's go. There you go, yeah. But like, if they haven't got a big game that's coming out next year, why didn't they just push... Scarlet and Violet out till next year. Because they've probably got something else planned for next yeah, year. And then so. the year after that, they'll be like the next generation already. I'm guessing um, they had different... They'll have had different teams on Arceus and uh, Scarlet and Violet. Obviously, it won't have been the same people. But then, well, 
how did they release this is the, the thing same is year? That it's it's a Japanese company, so they're very secretive. Um, they're not gonna explain their teams or how they work. We we are not really gonna find out. I would love it if someone quit that company and just did a massive expose of like what they're like. Mm. And you know, if you think crunch is bad in the West, crunch must be terrible over there. The way that they are rushing out these games, mm. you know, I mean, you hear horror stories of Japanese developers of them basically like sleeping in their offices um, under their desks, just working solidly. They go down to the bar to like get pissed for the night and then sleep in their office and just work solidly. Um, and, and, you know, it's a very different working culture over there. But I imagine that it's probably not great, at, even at the Pokemon company. Mm. And it's all these cute, cuddly games for kids, but they are churning them out. Mm. Yeah, especially, uh, I mean, maybe, you know, I can't imagine if there was any, you know, what the crunch was like, if there was, when uh, Xenoblade Chronicles 3 came out early. They were like, oh yeah, that this game's, was it that one? Or was it Splatoon? Yes, yes no, that, was. That, that and Splatoon swapped, I think. I, I think that was probably just Nintendo's decision in terms of publishing okay. as opposed to anything else. Yeah, because that came out and it was... But yeah, um, Elias was uh, laughing earlier because he was like, oh, um, about the Nintendo seal of quality. And I think there is that there. I mean, something like a Mario game, Odyssey, whatever, you've got um, obviously the Zelda games like Mario Kart, um, even ARMS. I know ARMS, people joke about it being a pretty shit game, but it was fully like there was it was good quality it didn't have the depth to it that it needed uh, to be a successful game but things like splatoon as well so every splatoon game that's come out has been fantastic um especially with updates as well i mean splatoon 1 didn't they add a campaign to splatoon 1 for free like that came out and there wasn't a camp and there wasn't a yeah splatoon didn't have a campaign if i remember rightly and then they added that in an update and okay. everyone's like whoa this game's amazing and then Splatoon 2 came out and then they added the expansion that gave like an extra 80 levels or whatever, or 50 levels. So, I mean, there, there is a lot of quality. Um, but yeah, I don't know. Does Pokemon Corp, you know, fall under that? Nintendo with it being Game Freak? No. Well, that that's the thing to remember is that Pokemon is not made by Nintendo. They have a stake in the Pokemon company, but it's Game Freak and the Pokemon company that do their own thing. So it doesn't come under that same seal of quality or, or production of Nintendo. Um, so, you know, as much as we can all complain to Nintendo about it, and I guess they've probably got enough of a stake, they could maybe make a difference, but it's, it's Game Freak. It's not Nintendo. Seal of quality hasn't been in effect since Nintendo 64. I mean... Well, I think officially. As I in, like it, seen... it literally used to be on the box. Yeah. Of like the gold seal when you, yeah. when it was an, an official Nintendo game. I don't think they do that anymore, but I'm sure mm. they still have quality control. I do feel like when a game is published by Nintendo, you know it's not going to be a mess. It's not going to be bad. Yeah. It might not be the best game ever, but it's not going to be bad. Mm. And more often than not, it is fucking brilliant. Even, I think, was 1-2 Switch, Nintendo? Mm-hmm. That was a... I mean, it did exactly what it said. There weren't any glitches. No. It was a showcase of what the Switch could do, and it should have been bundled in with the console. But it was... It did exactly what it wanted to do. Yeah. And like, and going on to, and moving on before we go on, maybe, I don't know, you're wanting to finish with Pokemon? Because I was saying... That, that's all I played this week. Yeah, I've played a little bit and I've, yeah, I just played it for one day, but I've been playing a lot of Xenoblade Chronicles 3, which, oh my God, after playing Pokemon, it's, it's like playing a different console. It is wild. And the depth of that game, I've been, so I played it a little bit on and off 
since it came out. Um, but just this last week, I've been really, you know, spending a few hours every day. I've gone from like 10 hours to 20 nearly. So, yeah. Wow. 10 hours. I mean, yes. Yeah, That's so, good for you. Yeah, some of us are. I mean, it is good for me because I. some of us have to, you know, do a one hour plus commute every day. Um, and I don't want to get a switch out on the train. No, I wouldn't do that. Mm. Um, but yeah, no, I'm absolutely loving it. It is a very typical JRPG. But the amount of depth in that, oh my God, that game, you change, you can change everything. You've got arts, you've got skills, you've got classes that you level up all various things. You've got gems that you slot in that you also have to level up. And it's, some uh, points is a bit too much, but then I realized that the game is like 70 hours if you just stick to the main story plus more. So I'm sure, you know, I'm going to be playing, that, that's another thing as well. I've got a few games that I want to play and finish before the end of the year. But a lot of these are Switch games. So when we go and visit parents and stuff and family over Christmas, that'll be the thing I get to play. And I will be talking about And maybe there will be quite a few Switch games uh, on my Game of the Year list. I will be stealing that from you. Mm. <laughs> yeah. Because, um, uh, yeah, I, I desperately want to play Sunblade Chronicles 3. I haven't played any of them, but I've heard such good things. I really, really want to want to give that a go. It's, I mean, when I'm playing Pokemon, you can play that because it's the physical, so uh, you can use it. But it's, yeah, it is one or it's definitely one of the best games. It's one of the best look. It, I'm trying to think of a game that's better looking on the Switch. I mean, obviously, you've got like Breath of the Wild and stuff. Uh, but when it comes to like the amount of things that are on, uh, like they're on the screen at once. Like I was looking and I, in Pokemon, how far away is, how far away does a character get in Pokemon um What's good? The uh, Pokemon Scarlet Violet, where they turn into like one frame, two frames per second. Not far. Yeah. This, we were looking at it. I was like, I was in a town and there was a monster on a hill further back and it was just moving freely and there was no, like <laughs> three feet. There was a virtually like no drop in frame rate for anything. And in fact, that's another thing with the game. It's very, very rarely like dipped. It's kind of a solid uh, 30 FPS for... Um, yeah, it's pretty much like a, a th solid 30 FPS the entire time. Um, just, yeah, the, the quality of that game. And, I mean, the, the story, which I don't know how long the story is. It says something like 60 hours or whatever. I'm doing quite a lot of side missions and various things like that. Um, but when it comes to the actual story itself, I have no idea where it's going. I'm currently at... I've started Chapter 3. I'm about a few... an hour or so into Chapter 3. And what I thought was the end of the game and like the main purpose in the game was kind of resolved in chapter two. Oh. So I was like, oh, there's a lot more to this than what I was expecting. And like, yeah, in, in chapter two or so, there was a a boss battle that had like three bosses in a row. It was just constant cutscenes, then three bosses in a row and then going into like a new area. And I'm like, that that's kind of like an end of game thing. Like, <laughs> I've played Final Fantasy X. I've beaten, you know, Sin, Jekt, and the random spirit and all that, whatever. I've, yeah, that, that, is, that is how an end of, you know, a JRPG end game boss would be. And they've mm. just like plonked it at the end of chapter two. Like, oh, okay. Uh, and I've also unlocked... So it's a very long game. It's well. a very long game. I've unlocked <laughs> challenge battles as well. So I can do and try and, you know, beat certain bosses and challenges in a timer. It is just endless absolutely endless the amount of things you can do in that game if i was a kid and somebody had gifted me this as a child and i didn't have any other game to play 
I would be on cloud nine because I'd be playing this all the time. There would be always something I can do and there's always stuff you can level, improve and yeah. And one of my, one of the things I'm really enjoying and it reminds me a little bit of, um, oh God, what's it called? The Stranger Paradise with the jobs. Yeah. With the job system. It's reminding me, I didn't play it myself, but I saw you playing it and how you can change the jobs and you level up the various jobs for people. So at the moment you start off, you've, I've got six people in my team and they all have their own unique uh, types of skills. Is it six or eight? Six. Uh, and there's like, yeah, two DPS, two tanks and two healers. Um, but you can then switch them and give them each other's roles and get them to level up. Uh, oh, do we have a weird person? We have a weird person, yeah. Oh dear, never mind. Hang on. Well, it's okay. Um, but yeah, so they've been like leveling up and I've been leveling up those jobs as well. But also you get heroes and you meet heroes and then they'll play with you or they'll be on your team for a short time and their jobs will then become available to your characters that you can level up and unlock all their skills. It is just endless the amount of things that you can do in that game. Nice. Hmm. I look forward to playing it at some point when you're done. Well, I don't know if I'll be done, but maybe I'll be like, okay, I need a bit of a break. <laughs> so, yeah. yeah. I am, uh, yeah, but I'm very much looking forward to playing more of it. And I'll probably end up playing more of it tonight. Good. It's a good bed game because it's not too over Excuse the top. Me? Although I did see, yeah, it's a good bed game. Well, wow. I mean, there are other bed, bed games, but that, that's a good one. But I'm also, and I guess, yeah, I got to the challenge where you have to get an A rank. And if you get an A rank in the challenge, you unlock a swimwear uh, outfit. Oh, here we go. And this is why you like it. Well, no. Anime because, swimwear. No, but the thing is I can't get the swimwear because uh, I'm not quite. See, it caps your level because I'm like level 22, 23. So it caps it down to 20. But there are other things that you unlock on your character as you progress through the levels that wouldn't have been, you know, and then there's like various moves and things that I haven't unlocked yet that would benefit me, even though it does cap your level to 20. I did get a B rank. All right. But it's on. I I could just li- I could spend thirty minutes listing all the different things in this game. I haven't even gone on to chain attacks and various other ways of battling. So yeah. Well, let's see what the people have been playing. What have the people? Because I don't think have I been playing anything else. <coughs> no, I've just been Pokemon and that. I haven't even touched. Uh, what's it called? Uh, God of War. Really, the last few days. No. I you will. should. Yeah. No, I it's will. It's worth playing through. I'm going to finish it, because you said I'm only a few hours maybe from the end. Yeah, you're not that far. Okay, so what have the listeners been playing? Uh, so, Ravi Lavi, uh, besides DBD and Final Fantasy XIV, my usuals, I started playing a mobile game called Memento Mori. Uh, it's a gacha-type game that I've been really into. The art is super... Excuse oh. me, the art is super pretty as well. Uh, the community seems really helpful and nice too. Usually I'd have purchased the new Pokemon game, but after reports of its bugs, I'll pass until they do a hotfix or something. I mean, yeah. Mm. <laughs> Speaking of, I mean, uh, Ravi said that they've been playing Final Fantasy XIV. Speaking of Final Fantasy XIV, next year from the 8th of January, I'm every Sunday I'm going to be playing the main story quest of Final Fantasy XIV. Mm. Mm. And I'll be go. doing silly voices to <laughs> tune in. Um, Sarah Kay has finished up all the quests in Dreamlight Valley and only have a few more critters left to tame. I'm really just wanting to play uh, my Switch on the TV sofa combo. So while waiting for the next DDV update, I splurged on a cooking tycoon bundle on sale for $1.99 that includes pizza tycoon, 
Burger Tycoon and Food Truck Tycoon. Which ones of those would you uh, would you want to play? I would like to play. Oh, I love a tycoon games. Probably Food Truck Tycoon. Mmm. Mm. Nice. I think I'd go Burger Tycoon. No, I don't do cooking. Yeah, I know you don't. Food truck, because you'd be like, burger, hot dog, nachos. Are they the three things that you... That's the, they're the three things that we used to sell in uh, the cinema, aside from popcorn. God. Oh, no, we did do burger, actually. No, it was hot dog or nachos with uh, melted nacho cheese. and it was Which the most, is not cheese. It was the most disgusting smelling thing. Like, why would anybody have nacho cheese in the cinema? It stinks. And we used to warm it up as well, so they'd open it and it'd just, oh, oh, it stinks. Awful. After an hour of playing, I've decided I can retire from my job and run a five-star food truck here in town. I would come visit if you did that, Sarah. I'd I mean, yeah. Mm-hmm. Um, I also played a little bit more of Haven Park, which I bought last year but didn't get far into. And I started Wildflowers, but it hasn't really grabbed me yet. Mm. I really want something else like Dreamlight Valley. I love all the various aspects of it and without any sort of time o'clock. I wish I could something. Find something uh, else. I wish I could find something else like it on Switch. Yeah, I think a few people have said that as well. I'm, it's interesting seeing a couple of people. I think uh, Sarah and also I think was it uh, Debs as well have both finished and tidied up everything in uh, Dreamlight Valley. It's interesting to see that people are actually getting to the end of uh, of that. I wonder when there's like 1.0 when they just like here's everything. People are just going, oh no. Yeah. So, but um, yeah, I mean, you should try Animal Crossing, Sarah. That's um, I've heard good things about that. So that might be up your alley. Mm. Um, Pancake. I've been playing a lot of Coral Island. I know that. Uh, There's a lot of paths to go down, but it takes a while to get much of substance done. I like it to just kind of zone out with... I like it to just kind of zone out with for a Mm. bit. Uh, There's some balancing issues and slight bugs to be fixed, uh, but when it gets out of early access, I think it'll be really nice. I also finished a little to the left today. To the left, to the left. um, And I really loved it. There were a few things I needed help with, but it was clever and cute and satisfying. Well, we'll mm. see. I'm looking for... Yeah, we'll see. That's what people said about unpacking. Apparently December the 6th, by the way, is the next DDV update. Come on, I- people. We all know there's headlines coming in this podcast. Can you just wait? Is it? <laughs> oh, sorry. I haven't looked. Um, by the way, yes, I did used to work in a cinema, and our um, nacho cheese sauce came in little tubs. We didn't have it in a giant can, unfortunately. Um, but it still stunk. I worked at Cineworld. In fact, I worked at Cineworld on three occasions. I actually passed four job interviews and worked there three times. Why? Well, I went to one place and they were like, oh, you're, this is amazing, you're amazing, great, blah, blah, blah. And then called me up that night and was like, oh, you're not 18. <laughs> uh, can you come and get, come for another interview in like three months when you're 18? So I came back three months later and got it. Honestly, working in a cinema is great. It was zero hours and I was a student, so I was just like, I could take a week off whenever I could just, you know, it was kind of, Extra pocket money, really, working there. Free cinema. I went to see Transformers three weeks, maybe four weeks before it came out. Transformers? Yes, which is a wow. great, great movie. I also saw Is the, it? I saw The Simpsons as well, and I didn't like it. Um, the Simpsons movie. But you just be able to take posters home. So my walls were filled with kind of used oh posters. God, like a child. Yeah, I was a child. I was a teenager. Well, you weren't 18, were you? No, well, no, I was eventually. <laughs> and then... And just like being, it's just fun. You could just, you, your job was kind of just standing there. And when in, anybody that came to the cinema was all like dressed up and on their, you know, and being smart and they were all quite nice and pleasant to deal with. Oscar nominated Transformers. What for special effects? But also, no, the music. 
Because the special effects in that film were not good. One of my favourite songs of all time is from the theme tune to of Trans Thought. Uh, not the theme tune of it, but on the soundtrack. Sing the theme tune. Um, I really enjoyed uh, Transformers with, uh, is it Megan Fox? Yeah. Yeah. See, look at me knowing a famous person. What's she doing now? Banging some other guy. Wow. Wow. The special effects in Transformers are spectacular, and it, it was a very good No, film. the whole film is, like, filmed here. It's like it's too close. You can't see what's going on. I like an action film with some clarity in it. No. All right, Transformers is great. Simpsons, not so much. But also, yeah, you get... And also, you can go around... When you're cleaning up after, you know, once the screen's gone out, you sometimes find people... There are genuinely people out there who buy a bag of pick and mix and only eat half. So you get to eat the, the final half. Oh my god, do you eat other people's pick and mix? Sometimes. Oh my god, they've probably like shat on their hand and then put it in the pick and mix and then you put what your kind hand of in there person, as well. What kind of people? What kind of people shit on their own hands? People that don't wash their hands when they go to the toilet. Who does Oh do my it? god, you put your hand in someone else's pick and mix. Yeah, of course that, it did. Uh, no, that is the fucking worst thing you've ever said. Really? <laughs> What's wrong with that? Oh my god. Oh, this explains a lot. How, how, how have I survived COVID? Well, luckily this wasn't during COVID times. This was a, a few years before. It was great. I mean, I don't do it now because I don't, you know, unless I'm leaving the cinema and I, you know, see a little half bag. It's like a young Victor Meldry. I don't believe it. <laughs> What's wrong with it? That is the worst thing you've ever said. I didn't do it with the Bombay mix. We used to find out because they used to pre- uh, present a lot. Genuinely, and this is not like genuinely 100%, there used to be quite a lot of Bombay mix uh, because we used to have, when I worked in Castleford, we actually held the Bollywood version of the Oscars. Um, and the Bollywood version of Tom Cruise, like the top guy, was there in Castleford. Uh, of all poor, places. Poor guy, poor guy. But yeah, I know we used to uh, have quite a few Bollywood films. And they they would sell out. They would really sell out. I bet. Yeah. It's very popular. Mm. Apparently this is the north-south divide. Does that mean, Ollie, that you would, uh, you'd, you know... I mean, pick and mix is really expensive. And, you know, you'd go to the bottom anyway, so you wouldn't, it wouldn't be the stuff that people had fingered. Oh, Ollie would as well. Exactly. So, text clarity, yeah. And the, oh, yeah, people might not have... Uh, yeah, Tom not got the audio on. I might... When I worked in the cinema and we used to clear stuff up, I might have finished off the... As odd... Wibble says, some of them do finger the bottom. <laughs> yeah, well, hopefully... And then they go in the pick and mix. I get a great immune system. Yeah. I get a great immune system. I, my immune system's fantastic. I'm never sick. Whereas you... I am very surprised. You're I'm always not. sick. No, I'm not. How's your belly? That's different. <laughs> that is an ongoing problem. That's not me being sick as a bacteria. Thank you very well, much. What time... And let's you... not tell everyone about that. It was like half past nine at night. You're like, oh, I think I can go to bed. I'm exhausted. And I'm, I'm fighting fit. I'm ready. You know, great. I used to finish off the customers. Not always. You know, sometimes not not the ones in Castleford anyway, May nine. Would you like an emodium? How is your how is your tummy? I'm not discussing that. This is a gaming podcast. It, it, it's awful. I can tell you that now. <laughs> you did Christ. not just do that. <laughs> Honestly, it's good that there are no naked flames around here. <laughs> 
<laughs> do you wee from where you poo from? Oh, well, if I've had too much oil, I do. Yeah. Anyway, rip Ed. I know he has. <laughs> Ed, what else? What's been happening in the gaming news? I don't want to talk anymore. Ah, <laughs> uh, anyway. Please continue with the dick sod. Oh, there are more Discord things. That's right, yeah. No, we're not onto the news. Pokemon Violet. Pokemon Violet has taken over my life, says Moon Princess. Violet. See, another person playing Violet. <laughs> Ed's ready to murder. And he hasn't even started playing a little to the left yet. I'm joking. He you haven't, have you? Is that why you... Why have you? Because I what? No, he hasn't. I was only joking. What? You haven't dropped anything. No! Exactly! See? You're a disgrace. <laughs> uh, Brenda has been playing that mobile game someone recommended a while ago um, called Food Stylist. Uh, it's a bit grindy if you don't want to spend IRL money. Um, but as someone who likes aesthetics and food, this game is really nice. I'm hooked. Um, here's a first place I won earlier today. That's nice. Mm. That would you. Mm. That does look quite good, that screenshot. But it just see, I just see like seven different currencies. Uh, there are spoons currency. There's, there's dollar currencies. There's gold things. There's a plus on there that I'm guessing to look, buy more. Look at the lovely pancakes in the middle. I just see currency. Wow. <laughs> um, Debs, I started playing cock served, cook served delicious <laughs> too again. Oh, wow. Cock is, served uh, delicious. <laughs> which is either a keyboard or mouse control game. <laughs> Um, where you have to cook food, serve it to people <laughs> at a set time, <laughs> and then hope they're happy. Um, rush hours get really hectic, and then you also have extra tasks like taking out the trash, cleaning up bug traps, cleaning bathrooms, doing the dishes. <laughs> now I just want to see what Debs has said. Oh, Debs, how was it? <laughs> oh, what's she going to say? Yeah. Uh, each option has a letter of your keyboard that you can type, or you can click the picture with the mouse. Well. Wow. Uh, May 9's been playing Dicey Dungeons, a sort of dungeon crawler turn-based turn battler based on how you roll the dice. Some attacks cost a certain amount of pips. Pips. Oh, okay, sure. Um, or you can't roll higher than a certain number. Fun to play and different than the usual sort of game. Hmm. Uh, Mr. Wibble's playing New World and Minecraft, nothing new. <laughs> yeah, no, that's easy. Thanks, know, thanks for sharing, Wibble. Yeah. Um, Tom is playing Marvel Snap, oh. which we have also both been playing. I did a level, Very I did a game tonight, I lost, I'm furious. Um, and some indie game you've probably never heard of, which is typical Tom, but also try us, Tom. Let us know. Some One of us works in the games industry. Um, and Amanda is playing Knockout City, the dodgeball game. It's actually ridiculously fun. It is. I heard really good things about that, and then it just kind of died yeah i i remember it was out and i think uh watermelon was playing it as well i played it a fair bit and i was like this is really good fun boom never played again um it's called trifox ever heard of it no okay there you go <laughs> yeah you're right never heard of it It sounds like a zelda game mm. Wait, a, a zelda crossed with Star Fox. i would absolutely play that yeah well it exists Star Fox adventures on the gamecube oh never um, okay. It's a tunic ripoff, probably. Should we find out what's been happening in news? Intert news. Let's have a look through. Go on then. Ogre Watch. So, first up, Overwatch 2, 
which came out not long ago. Mm-hmm. Um, they have now added audio transcription to PC chat in order to beat disruptive behavior. Mm. So I haven't played any of Overwatch 2. You've played a bit. Um, Overwatch is notorious for having a really, really toxic voice chat. Mm. Is it really? Yes. Because I never knew. I never had it on. Well, I played with friends, usually as like a full team whenever I played Overwatch 1. So, and the other one I always turned off. So, yeah. I mean, it was toxic, but it was, I knew who they were. <laughs> yeah. So. You know who you are. This is, it's it's notoriously really bad. Um, so basically, yeah, they're adding audio transcription so that any PC chat of people talking, they will automatically get like a, a transcription of it. Um, it's only being rolled out for a limited number of PC players and in selected countries. And they have said that anything that also doesn't get reported is immediately deleted. So they're not like reading people's chats. Um, but hopefully this is a step in the right direction. Hmm. At the very least. Excellent. All competitive, apparently all competitive games have that. Well, have the, wait, what do they have? Because Ellie says you also get a message saying audio is being recorded every match you join. There you go. Oh. Well, I think it's new for Overwatch 2 anyway. Okay. Even if it's in other games as well. There's quite a few things that they're going to add that are basic, that are going to be new for uh, Overwatch 2, because they're yeah. pretty bare bones when that game oh, came out. Oh, being toxic. Yeah. Oh. yeah. I mean, I'd, we don't... Well, someone pl- talks about Call of Duty. I do not talk about Call of Duty. Oh, yes. But Call of Duty, the new one, um, has proximity chat, so that when you get close to someone on the opposite team, you can start chatting. It's so wholesome. And it's As you can imagine, it is full of people being the absolute worst and i just have no desire to play that game well i will but i will turn none oh yeah turn off all of that yeah there were people that were like singing make singing songs in harmony together and stuff weren't there There have been some funny clips someone was basically like don't shoot me and started singing backstreet boys and then they all started singing together somebody else started being an uber taxi service around the map and like (laughs) being like they don't shoot don't shoot come get in my uber um or, you know, stuff like that. Or people people save each other, things like that. But the majority of it is just people being horrendous. And I just... It sh- I mean, look, it's on by default. You can turn it off. Um, also, weirdly, is that your PlayStation 5 controller, the mic in it is on by default. So you could not even realise and be, like, talking. Or people in the background of your room could be talking. And yeah, other people I hate that. hearing it on voice chat. All on by default. It's just they awful. Do that in a lot it of makes games. me just not want to play games online and just sit and play Zelda for the rest of my life on my own because I have no interest in playing with other people if it's that toxic. But that happens a lot in uh, yeah in quite a few games. I think even um, Formula One, that game when it's in the lobby, it's automatic that you talk and it's in there. And I think I was I was playing uh, I played a game of Warzone and I don't know what it was, but while it was loading, everybody who was in the lobby, their microphone was turned on and they were all speaking at once. And it was just like a constant sound of like, like that, just constantly. Because 140 people play that game. I think it's 140, the lobby. And they're all there with their microphones on, all speaking at once. And it just made this really loud crackling noise. And because it was taking a while to load, the options weren't up there for me to go and mute it. Um, I also died quite quickly and just stopped playing it. Why is that fun? Some people like, I like watching it. No. I like maybe not watching. I like watching um, battle royales because they're like a different story every game. It's an adventure. It's fucking bullshit, is what it is. Um, let's go to a decent multiplayer game as our next story. 
Disney Dreamlight Valley? No, it's Mario Kart. Oh. Um, we finally know when the next DLC is coming, which is Wave 3, um, which is coming on the 7th of December. Coming. So that is next week. Is that next week? Oh, no. No, in two weeks. Two weeks. Yeah, two weeks today. Two weeks today. Well, that can be the quick look then, can't it? Perfect. Done. Yes. Um, and it includes Maple Treeway, which is from the Wii game, which is definitely a fan favourite. Okay. Um, so yeah, um, if you scroll down, we can, we can get them, no, no, you and a mouse. <laughs> um, Very stressed today. Is this in anticipation of a little to the left? I think so. Um, so it's also got Rainbow Road from Mario Kart DS, um, and Peach Gardens from DS. Mm-hmm. And then there is Boo Lake from Mario Kart Super Circuit. Um, if you could scroll again instead of typing. Sorry, sir. Oh, yeah. uh, there is uh, Rock Rock Mountain from Mario Kart 3DS. Cock Rock Mountain. And then from Mario Kart Tour, there is Berlin Byways, London Loop, Woo-hoo! and Merry Mountain, which is a Christmas-themed one. So that's just in time. Um, so yes, uh, more DLC coming. What's also interesting is that there was a leak um, a few months ago where it basically um, leaked all of the DLC packs and what was coming. Wow. And this next one is not quite what the leak was. So actually that leak might not have been correct all along. Yeah. It'd be interesting to see if they changed anything afterwards. Yeah. Um, okay. Should we DDV? So speaking of Disney Dreamlight Valley... Um, it, sounds next... like an infam- it sounds like a euphemism, DDV. Do you like DDV? I mean, the first thing that came to my mind is Dick Down Victoria, which is the name of my sister, and I don't want to think of that. Why would that be the first thing? It just, Forget the stomach stuff. That is the embarrassing That's what came part. to mind. Um, so the next realm coming to Disney Dreamlight Valley is Toy Story. Um, and that is coming on the 6th <sighs> of December, so the day before. I freaking love Toy Story. Love Toy Story, and that is the best part. That's the best level in Kingdom Hearts, where it's just dun, 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 dun. You know the Toy Story song? What the fuck was that? <laughs> Do you mean you got a friend of me? Oh, you yeah. got a friend of me. Do you mean that one? Yeah, that and it, well, without the singing, and it's just kind of like on a loop for the two and a half hours that you spend doing a level in Kingdom Hearts. Mm. Hmm. Um, it's been revealed that players will be teaming up with Woody and Buzz for a brand new Toy Story adventure. Do you get to bring Woody back to the uh, island? What do you want to do with Woody? I want to get my hands on Woody. Moving on. <laughs> um. <laughs> oh, there's the le- there's the level. It's is this the level? Yeah, there's a video of it. I think. Oh, well, this is great for a podcast. But yeah, yeah. Why? Why is? Okay. Yeah, he's a bit cross-eyed. Yeah, yeah. Woody, cross-eyed Woody. Mm. Yeah. All right. Um, there are lots of Dead by Daylight fans in the chat. Um, and their next chapter has now launched. Um, and they have a new killer called the Knight, who is a Ed. knight. Oh. <laughs> no, no, knight with a K. So the whole thing is medieval themed. Uh, the chapter is called Forged in Fog, and the killer is called the Knight, and the new survivor is Vittorio Toscano, and the, it seems like it's all very Italian medieval stuff. Um, so yeah, there's there's new D- DVD stuff. Go enjoy. Um, 
people are already thirsting after the survivor because there is a topless oh yeah there you go um he's a bit of a daddy character but yeah. he has a topless outfit which you can get um so there you go um the twist with the killer is that he can summon three other ai knights to sort of wander the map so it means that there is more than one enemy to sort of look out for okay well the daddy hunters will enjoy that mm. um an update from twitch um you might remember a couple of months ago um bloomberg did a report um on uh child abuse and grooming on twitch which was incredibly shocking um and twitch shared a blog post at the time that was basically sort of detailing their response they've now updated that response um with further details on what they're doing to to prevent that kind of stuff happening on the platform um a lot of which is basically about trying to get rid of people under the age of 13 um which i appreciate is a prevention method um but um there's lots of things about um lots of things they haven't detailed too much because they don't want to give out too much information uh, for people to get around, <coughs> to get around. Um, but they are introducing mandatory phone verification. Um, they're blocking users who have already been suspended for being underage um, and a few other bits and pieces. Um, the privacy settings for whispers have been changed by default. Mm. Um, and they are apparently working on uh, uh, working with other organizations to help with this sort of thing. One thing that's particularly interesting is that Twitch has now completed its acquisition of Spirit AI, which is language processing technology that will basically sort of read uh, through chat and look out for harmful language. So that's obviously useful mm. in this context. But I also think um, that that could be useful for in the wider context of helping minority communities um, and and protecting communities with this new, speech. new tech. So hopefully uh, Twitch can can integrate that across the whole platform. Hmm. Excellent. Um, and then the last thing for today, which is news that happened this afternoon, um, is, as we all know, Microsoft are trying to buy Activision Blizzard, which has been ongoing for a long time. And it has been uh, sort of... The UK authority is basically looking into it to work out if it's anti-competitive or not. And loads of documents have obviously been made as part of this are legal documents, which today were released, which means we now have loads of information um, about sort of what Microsoft and Sony have been saying um, as part of this, which has a lot of interesting information. So expect a lot of news stories about this in the next day or so. Um, it's quite funny. I mean, Microsoft's response is essentially the, the opening paragraph is all about mobile gaming. And everyone thinks that this is about Call of Duty, but it's not. It's because Activision Blizzard also owns King, and King owned Candy Crush. Um, and so this is actually, above everything, is about Microsoft trying to get into mobile gaming, because that's where they're going to make their money. And also, like, they can't... I read that they literally can't survive without going into mobile gaming. Yeah. Like, they're losing money. They need to get... If they don't get into mobile, mobile gaming... If they could just buy King on its own, I'm sure... They would absolutely love that, but then Activision would never do that because then they're just presented with a bunch of games that are not making a lot, are making a loss. Yeah, um, but there's lots of other stuff within this, and it's in some ways it's quite an amusing read because Microsoft are essentially trying to say that them buying Activision Blizzard and including Call of Duty and all of their other games is not anti-competitive 
Whereas Sony are trying to argue that Microsoft are taking away one of the biggest games. So on the one hand, you've got Sony really bigging up Call of Duty as like this huge thing, making all this money. How dare another company take it over because we're going to lose out. And then that leaves Microsoft to sit there and basically say, yeah, we're spending $69 billion on this huge company, but actually Call of Duty isn't that big a deal. Um, it doesn't drive that much conversation. It's not making that much money in comparison to like mobile gaming. Um, and one of the other comments that they make is is basically trying to big up Sony um, to say that Sony maybe not having access. I mean, they will still have access, but supposedly not having access to Call of Duty um, won't actually hinder Sony because they're basically saying Sony are the market leaders. Sony are really dominant. And they literally say that um, Sony has many exclusives and many of them are better quality than those on Xbox. So Microsoft has literally had to sit there and say, Sony's games are better than ours. So they'll be fine without Call of Duty if we buy Activision Blizzard. Um, and it's just, it's it's quite a, a shocking thing to hear them say, but it's, mm. it's amusing that how they are trying to overplay and underplay each other and the importance of this to try and get their, to get their way. So it's quite an interesting read, but there are a lot of little details hidden away in the small print that will definitely surface in the next couple of days. And it's definitely true as well. I mean, you use the image there of um, like Horizon, there's Astrobot, God of War, uh, Ratchet and Clank and Uncharted just on that PlayStation Studios image. And it's like, yeah, what Xbox exclusive is better than a single one of those? Halo is not better than any of those, in my opinion, especially the, the latest Halo Infinite. What are the Microsoft exclusives? I mean, Forza is better than Gran Turismo. Um, some people will disagree with that. I mean, they're both very good quality for what they do, but maybe Forza has the edge on that. I'm trying to think of what other exclusives flight sim. Well, the only exclusive that they've had this year that's particularly big is, um, well, that's noteworthy, is Pentiment yeah. that we played last week, um, which I, I linked back to another article here that was that um, Obsidian... Um, Josh Sawyer, who heads up Obsidian, who made Pentiment, was basically praising Microsoft and praising Game Pass, um, saying that that sort of game would never be made if it wasn't for Game Pass, because it means that Microsoft can take more chances on sort of unique and quirky games mm -hmm. that aren't the big AAA games, because they can throw it up onto, onto Game Pass as part of a subscription, and they know that people will play it. Um, so in that way, Game Pass is actually quite good for exclusives. It's just they don't really have many. And next year they're going to have Starfield and Redfall yeah. and all those, but that's only because they bought Bethesda. I was just thinking, actually, yeah, Bethesda and Obsidian, you know, like the Outer Worlds and things like that, There are you can still get them on PlayStation just for the time being. But, yeah, maybe PlayStation will... future. Yeah, exactly. Maybe <laughs> PlayStation will be like, yeah, you're saying all of this, but you're going to have these massive exclusives, all the Bethesda, you're going to have, like, the next Elder Scrolls game... Um, it's going to be an exclusive. The next Fallout game is going to surely be an exclusive. Um, you've got this, yeah, Starfield and Redfall. Yeah, these are going to be over both of them, but it's going to be on Game Pass. So where is everybody going to play it? They're going to get it on Game Pass. They're not going to... It's like there's an Xbox Series S you can get now for £180. It's cheaper than a Switch. Yeah, so you can get that, and then you can go and play all of the, all these exclusives with Game Pass. It's like, well, people are just going to go over there, aren't they? So, uh, it like... I, them saying like, oh yeah, our exclusives right now, you know, are crap. They're not going to be in a few years. And if they're going to be acquiring Activision Blizzard, then they're going to have even more. And it could probably be even more uh, than Sony, um, especially if they're pumping them out left, right and center. 
So that doesn't really hold water. And I don't know. It's, I wonder, I don't know. I have absolutely no idea which way the wind's blowing in this court case, whether it's like a just, oh yeah, it's just I, a formality and it, it'll go through yeah. or if it, it's yeah. absolutely, it's a formality. It's going to go okay. through. Um, Sony are kicking up a fuss to make their case known, but I'm pretty, it's, it's going to go through. There's, there's no doubt yeah. of that. And that's fine. What's the, was it um, the, did we talk about it last week or was it just something I read that Sony were going to do a 10 year other, or was it Jim Ryan or Phil Spencer or somebody that said that they were going happy to sign like a 10 year commitment to air Call of Duty being on PlayStation? As long as it's feasibly possible. Yep, and that's the thing is that they're, they're kicking off about Call of Duty as the biggest thing because Sony don't want to lose it, and that's because they've had a lot of exclusivity with Call of Duty in the past in terms of extra content and skins and all that kind of stuff, mm. and they don't want to lose that. And Microsoft has sat there being like, do you know what? You can have Call of Duty. Like, we'll put it on everything. Phil Spencer's even saying, let's put Call of Duty on Switch. Like, they want to collaborate. They want to make money out of it by having it everywhere. Um so they're not trying to get rid of Call of Duty. And as I said at the start of this of this bit, like mobile gaming is what they're doing this for. It's not yeah. because of Call of Duty. So they kind of don't care about Call of Duty. Mm-hmm. Um, this, um, this document has also thrown up some stuff about Nintendo as well and their thoughts on Nintendo exclusives. Because Microsoft are essentially trying to say that they are in third place when it comes to publishers, which I do kind of agree with, in that Sony dominate but then you've got Nintendo with all of their exclusive iconic games mm. and Microsoft can't compete with that. And they're also saying that um, you know, Nintendo are seen and known as being a very family-friendly company. And actually they're trying to argue that there are more mature games on the Switch than there are on Xbox um, when you look at like age ratings and stuff like that. Um, and it literally they literally bring up a screenshot of Bayonetta 3 and the old nudity in Bayonetta. Um uh, saying that, you know, Nintendo have a lot of mature games as well. So, you know, to say that they are just a family-friendly company is is incorrect. So there's just a lot of stuff coming out. A lot of it is just video game companies with too much money bitching about each other. Um, but it's quite amusing to read. Yeah, well, I'm enjoying them uh, airing their dirty laundry uh, in public. Exactly. <laughs> it's very entertaining for all of us. So expect more headlines from that later this week. Yeah, and then when it goes through and Call of Duty becomes available on Game Pass and I don't need to buy it every time, I'll be a happy bunny. Great. I'll be able to play some old ones as well. Yeah. Um, All right. Well, I think that's the end for the podcast section. Stay tuned because we will be doing a quick look of a little to the left, to the left. Is that Beyonce? Yes. Exactly. See, he even, he knows that. Can you sing it? No. Oh. You were happy to do a a friend like me earlier, whatever it's called. Is it friend like me? You got a friend in me. Friend in me. Anyway. Nice. Nice. Um, Ed, where can we find you, Ed underscore? Uh, you can find me at Ed underscore Knights on Twitch and Twitter. And you can find me, Ed Knights, one word, on Hive. Mm. And you can find me on Hive at Biggest Benish. You can find me everywhere at Biggest Benis, except for uh, Twitter. I am Biggest Benis one and Snapchat, I'm Big Benis. Because Biggest Benis is too long, apparently. Uh, <laughs> sure. Uh, yeah. That Beyonce uh, impression, Beyonce, that's me. Uh, it was uncanny. LinkedIn, uh, find me at Ben Ostwick on there. And give me a job. Uh, so yeah, there we go. A new job. And for all your swapping joysticks needs, check out swapping joystock, uh, joystocks, swapping joysticks.com. <laughs> 
going to put you in the joystocks. Okay. Um, also, yeah, I've... Uh, oh, another thing is I found... I made a link tree. Are you going to make one? No. Oh, linktr.e slash biggestbenness. You can just go, go there. In fact, actually, if you're wanting to um, get this podcast on whatever podcast player you want, if you just go to my link tree, it's on my uh, profile on Twitter, um, you've got the links to everything, including it's... You can look, you can click on the podcast and it'll give you a selection of podcast players and you just go and choose whether it's Spotify, Apple Podcasts or Amazon or whatever. It's got every single one there and it's so much easier than, you know, trying to find the exact right link. Nice. Yeah. And uh, next week we will be doing a quick look of Cock Serve Delicious. <laughs> we won't be, unfortunately. But yeah, thank you very much for watching. Go to uh, youtube.com slash swapping joysticks as well because... That is where all our quick looks go, as do the podcasts and just the odd other thing. Like we had a mukbang eating Japanese food stream. We should do another one of those. Oh my God, I've had the best idea. Moni, please bring Austrian sweets with you when you come visit and we will record an Austrian food mukbang. And we'll money, and with money as well. With money. Yes. At the table. Exclusive to YouTube. We have to do that. Yes, we oh. must do that. Uh, we have, oh, and uh, I think Canada's lost to Belgium. Oh, great. No one cares about the World Cup. No, I mean, that is true. Don't watch it. Human rights. <laughs> um, see you all next week for more swapping joysticks. Be there. Be there. And keep swapping. American. What was it, American?